0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It it is episode 108, and if you guys hear my groggy, terrible voice, I do want to apologize for that. I am a bit under the weather. Unfortunately, we're not doing this show live because of that same reason. Um, I just feel like I'm going to have to be coughing a lot and have to edit that all out. Wouldn't make for a great live show. Uh, But joining me, as always, from New York City, None other than the main man himself, Mr. Christian, Christian. How's life out there in the beautiful East Coast?
1: Um, right now it's raining. Um, hopefully it's kind of raining down hard, so hopefully um the mic doesn't pick up all the all the rain that's coming from the outside. Um, but other than that, I think um we're doing pretty well. Um, sorry to hear that you're sick. Um, but hopefully you get better and uh, let's have a good show.
0: No, yeah, definitely, definitely. I haven't felt like this since back in back in the 70s you remember those days right christian
1: yeah um, the 70s were were, were, were a struggle uh, that's for sure
0: those were the good old days where where men were men and we called lady gals and and, and i'm not gonna finish that but if you know where that line is <laughs> from and from what movie then like, kudos to you because it's uh it's it's quite quite of a throwback but um yeah, Christian Yaggy's like mentioned, we have quite the show to get to. Uh, we have plenty and plenty of Club America news to cover. Uh, we have, obviously, the match that just happened uh, in the side of Seca where America yet again loses uh, at home because of red cards, because of a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, mediocre play and, and everything. And then, of course, we have to talk about what happened a couple of nights before that, which was even more <coughs> mediocre. Um, so... I you know, we got plenty to talk about in that aspect. We'll preview the upcoming game, which is the Clásico Capitolino. That should be an interesting one because both teams are definitely not coming into this one on hot form. Um, but even then, uh, they both sit pretty high in the table. Um, but yeah, ready to jump into this one?
1: Of course, let's do this.
0: All right, most definitely. And well, let's just, let's just start on uh, Wednesday night out in the Estadio Seca. CONCACAF Champions League was upon us. Yet again, this is a game that you covered for us over on Twitter. Um, just kind of give me your analysis, give me your synopsis of what happened, what went wrong, and, and how did America just make it?
1: Yeah, so, um, going into this match, I think you know, everyone and I mean, literally everyone, whether you're an America fan or you know, or just a neutral, just a fan of. Of of Liga MX, you you really figured that America was gonna be the dominant team in this match. You knew they were gonna be the team to take control, and that is what indeed happened. Um, America had full control of this game. Um, I think where they lacked um, was the creativity going forward and um, and finishing their their opportunities. While they did have most of the ball, you know, nothing really much came of it. Um and I think that's a problem and and you know it's it's been reoccurring not only in this game but in in previous games um prior to this game, um and we kind of saw it a little bit on um on Saturday against Nick Ax as well so it's definitely a glaring issue now um that I think Miguel Herrera really has to has to address and um you know throughout the whole match you know we had the ball we had chances. Uh, some more clear cut than others, and then other times we just couldn't finish. And whether that's that's to just bad luck or you know bad finishing, you know that I, I really don't know. But one problem is for sure is you know we, we have to get a little bit more sharper going forward. Um, we have to get better uh, creating chances and giving you know our strikers better opportunities to to put it back uh, in, the, in the back of the net. Um, I need to see more from our our star players. Uh, Cordova was okay. I think he could have done more. Um, another player we need to highlight is Leo Suarez. Um, I think his play in this match, particularly, was was not not great, but not bad. Um, there's a lot of a lot of glaring you know things we can see that you know we're we we did not like when you watch him in his previous team. Um, you know, he, he had a more confidence going forward and taking on players, you know, and in this match, you know, he really didn't seem like he had the confidence to even take one or two players on, you know, when he was met by a defender, he either passed it laterally or he passed it back. And we don't need that. We need someone that can, you know, is not afraid to go one-on-one. Okay. You lose it. That's fine. But at least you had the confidence to go forward. And I think that's what he's lacking is confidence. And I think once he regains that confidence, we can see a better player. And then in, in that in turn, uh, create better attacking chances so players need to step up and create and just finish and honestly that's been the problem throughout this whole match thankfully thankfully um you know we we got we got a little bit fortunate with the penalty with the, with the penalty shot that aguilera converted um after they scored their goal in the 62nd um minute of the match so uh aguilera converts and you know we always know aguilera to be the kind of the you know the go-to guy for penalty takes uh whether we criticize his defensive skills, something we can't criticize is his penalty skill. So thankfully we have that uh him for that. And um, you know, that that was pretty much the match, you know. Us dominating the whole match just can't finish anything or create much uh so it was just us having the ball. Um now in the penalty shootout, um Aguilera scores. Uh that was our number one. They tied Escobosa actually scores his, which is a beautiful shot. If you guys mm. need to go see that, was really that was nice. an amazing shot. Uh they tied two two. Uh, Bruno Valdez converts his, uh, they convert theirs, Ibaruin converts his. And then this is where Osar Jimenez came in huge. You know, this was this guy Herrera for Comunicaciones was you know giving us hell. I think that was probably their best player. Um he's Mexican by the way. He is, um, that's crazy, so I right? thought, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I think I don't know. I just noted that. That would be pretty cool to know. But uh, yeah, this player just—he was very smart on the ball, kind of a uh, Sambuesa esque type of player who knew what to do when he had the ball on his feet. You know, he knew when to, you know, calm, calm the play down, and he knew when to, you know, kind of shield the ball and kind of make us, you know, go chase after it. So it was—he um, was the player giving us hell this whole this whole series actually, and it was it, it was pretty it's pretty crazy to see that he was the one that, that missed the penalty for them, Great and then Cordovas.
0: But Aguilera, I mean, um, this guy is the one who scores the the penalty kick first, right, to, to make it one zero for Comunicaciones.
1: Uh yes, yes, you're right, you're right. He he does convert the penalty shot. Yes,
0: interesting. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: Very interesting, and yeah. it was it was funny too because in both in both scenarios. You know, you kind of see Herrera and Oscar Jimenez kind of, you know, kind of talk it out. Like, hey, what's up, man? Like, you know, I know we are going. to like playing a little bit mind games, right? So, you know, it was, it was, it was pretty cool to see Oscar, you know, get the, get the laugh at the end. And, um, like, the, like just like that, Cordova kind of seals the deal for us. And, you know, 5-3, shootout win for us? Sees us into the quarterfinals where we will play Atlanta United next Wednesday at Estadio Stica in the first leg.
0: All right. So plenty and plenty to take away from what Christian just told us. Um... Uh, so I, I want to start off where you were were first kind of giving us your analysis is that this this team was just kind of very non-existent at some points in 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 the attack and whilst it was going up there there was really no end product to to what this team was 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 trying to do um correct and you talking about it and, and, and you saying all these things it kind of reminds me of an America a year, a year and a half ago where me and Dylan would consistently talk about how, hey, this America team gets forward but it has no end product to them. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're taking chances but they're, they're, they're not really putting them in the back of the net. And Correct. what did we say back then? It's going to hurt you in the long run. And it did. And now America's I need to struggle that same situation right now at this point. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. it's gonna hurt you in the long run? If America would have took yeah. you some chances in the first half, then this game would have never had to have gone to penalties, right?
1: No, yeah. one hundred percent. I think people also have to realize, and I'm not defending them in any way because you know they this is America and they should be ha- uh, held to a higher, you know, uh, expectation. Um, but this is still a, you know a semi young team. You know there there's a lot of players here who are still very young and very raw to this league you know you had in this lineup uh Santiago Caceres uh you had Leo Suarez you know you had Vines. even though he was here with us last he's still kind of a newish type player um you had a kind of a Giro Dos Santos who, who who was playing well got a little bit off form but you throw him into this match and you know you, you put all, all that together and you know while you not, you may not get the best results though it should be results it should be giving you chances or high quality chances and that aspect we didn't have and I think that's just, you know, growing pains for now, but as the season goes on, I do expect us to to you know kind of smooth those out or smooth those um the, those rough edges out and then in turn get higher higher quality chances. But for right now, um I think that you know this team's still is trying to mesh, but you know, no disrespect to comunicaciones, but you know the team that's put in front of you. You know, this was should have been an easily, you know, three nothing win for us with the players that we had on the uh, on the on the pitch.
0: Yeah, especially you know taking consideration at home and everything. But look, exactly. I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you bring that up because that was exactly where my second point was going to be at is the fact that this team is so young and and so. Um, it's it's lacking chemistry. Let's face it. Let's 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 put it into into the perspective that it is. It's it's not an excuse because I don't want people to take it away as an excuse. But it's, right. it's a fact. It's a factor that these players, as much as they train and and put them on the pitch, these guys don't start week in and week out. Right. Leo Suarez sees mm-hmm. starting minutes and then he sees the bench the next game. So correct. You know, same thing with Caceres, right? So it's it's kind of a rotating wheel at this point. It's like okay, which player is gonna play? Are they going to be able to function? Are they able to mesh? You know, and I think that's going to be important for this team going forward and kind of working all these kinks out, like you just mentioned. Is that okay? We have, we have this game. We learn from it, and now we continue to con- kind, of move on. The play you highlighted was, was that uh, I think is perfect at uh, at this is Leo Suarez, right? You mentioned in his previous club, he was a man that he was a, more, more like a kid that just kind of you know didn't care who was in front of him, could take on the world. But exactly, I think that is due to the fact that he was at home. He felt comfortable. It, he was in his, in, you know, in his territory where he felt at home. I think he needs to get that kind of same um, accommodation here in Mexico, in 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 the guy in that American mm-hmm. Jersey. Right? He's Correct. young too, by the way. Um, w- what is he? Twenty three,
1: twenty four. Um, I'm gonna say he's twenty three, but I'll, you know, I'll confirm yeah. that for you in a minute.
0: Twenty three years old. So.
1: 23, yes.
0: Even at that age, you haven't fully matured as a player just yet, right? I mean, you're talking about a mature player around the age of 28. So that's about five years still from from him reaching that stage. But still... I think one thing that really got into this guy's head was the last game prior to this in Comunicaciones over in Guatemala was he kept getting fouled, he kept getting kicked, he kept getting... I think that's why you saw so many of these lateral movements and kind of these yeah. back because he's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going to take that chance. And I think, I think there's kind of this thing going around in the club and the team, and I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like some of these players maybe are a bit hesitant to put themselves in a situation where they might end up getting hurt.
1: No, I... People might think that, um, and you know, I think I'm on your side. I really do think that in some plays, you know, where you have to get a little bit dirty, have to get a little bit scrappy, you know, the players just choose not to, and in turn, you kind of just give up, you know, an opportunity, sort of say. Um, so that that definitely could be a possibility, maybe why he's not feeling that 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 confident going forward and trying to take on these, you know, the players one on one, because if he gets past one, you never know the player might, you know, might might just like foul him from behind and then. In turn maybe possibly get injured so there could be a possibility and you know it's something that I think needs to be addressed within the club and then that's just something that they're gonna have to fix, uh, fix eternally
0: I mean it's because you know and it's someone who we haven't brought up because of his injury but they're next to a little Suarez I think at, 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 when he came to America he was a little bit more in his prime um, he had already had, you know, a European experience. So he was a little bit more mature in that sense. So he he had the confidence to go up and take it. And if he got kicked, he got kicked. it, And he understood that that was part of the game. That was part of, mm-hmm. you know, the position that you play. And um, his play
1: style, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's what Leo just could, has to get that into his, into his head. And I think for a moment, Linus, too, you know, it was like he kept getting fouled. He kept getting fouled. But I, I think yeah. the one thing that Linus was very resilient about is, like, you know, he, he was fine with it. it. It got to his head a little bit where he almost he almost got himself into situations where he was starting to, like, you know, go head-to-head with some of these guys, like, after the foul. Right. He was, like, mm-hmm. saying, you know, trying to be the tough man, but... Um, yeah, yeah, but... For the most part, he understood that that was his role, and I think Leo has to understand that as well. Um, yeah, so no, that's that a great, great point. That, that was a great role that... Uh, a, a great player that you brought up, because I think he was definitely one of those people that got highlighted for what he didn't do instead of what he needed uh, for what he actually did on the pitch, which was, like you said, very mm-hmm. minimal. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, you got to give some credit to Comunicaciones. Um, they, they um, oh, out, of course. They came out, and uh, they completely did the opposite of what we thought they were going to do. They We expected them to sit back and counter us, on, and they didn't. In, in the first opening minutes, they, they pressed us high.
1: Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. And
0: that was very, very... Um, blown away by that fact. I was like, "Wow, these guys really want to take the game to us," and you know, it, yeah, it spoke a lot about them. And I, I think we do have to give them some merit and, and some respect in in saying that you know they were able to come into our home and disrupt us the way that they did. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I think mm-hmm. America needs to be smarter and grow from this experience.
1: Correct. I think another thing we need to highlight was that Venus was um was was replaced by Roman Martinez in yeah. the. At the, at the 45 minute mark due to a, a stomach issue that he had um i think this was a big a big challenge for the kid um unfortunately i really don't think he did much um you know he really didn't get himself into many many high scoring chances um you know but you know he's still you know he's still young obviously you know 18 years old you know b- being put into a, a, a around the 16. Conquer cap champions league match you know where you know possibly if things don't go well you could be eliminated so you know it does add some pressure for the 18 year old obviously but um i think this was a kind of a a statement i guess by reda to to all the young kids is saying listen if you you get an opportunity you need to go out there and and make something of it because you know you're not going to get these you know I, you know week in and week out so when you do it's, it's important that you um that you take advantage, and I think I think you know the kid for for what he demonstrated. I think you know editor liked I guess because you know he was uh, he was on the bench again on on uh, on on Saturday against the Cox, if I'm not mistaken. He started. There you go. So um um so yeah. So you know kudos to that kid, and you know hopefully we, we see him grow from 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 here on out.
0: Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to him and what his performance was like against the Cox again. again. Was kind of shut out because of the red card situation, but um yeah. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, one of the things that I do want to highlight at the end is uh, the penalty kick, uh, the penalty shootouts. Um. Okay. <coughs> again, excuse me. Um, I just in me in general, I love penalty shootouts. Um, I, I hate I, them. I, I hate them when it's my team, but I, I love watching oh, yes. whenever it's not my. Oh Oh, but
1: yeah, yeah. If it's other any other team, oh, I'm I'm all for it.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. But uh. What I do like to do, especially when America does get into these penalty shootouts, I do like to analyze the goalkeeper, especially Oscar Jimenez in this situation. And um, I did the same thing whenever we played Atlanta um, last season. And I, I did criticize Jimenez a little bit for his penalty kick, uh, the the way that you know you, he approached it, the way that he, the, the way that he he went to try to you know at the heart of these pen penalties. Um, I saw him a little bit different this 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 penalty shootout. Um, could it be that he was at home? Probably. Uh, but, you know, he, he, he got himself into pretty good uh, opportunities. You, you know, he gets to get right away a couple of chances here and there. Um, and you you mentioned it when he needed to come up big, he did definitely come up big. Um, of mm. course, these penalty shootouts, they're always chances. They're always left up to luck. But I do think as a goalkeeper, you do have to prepare yourself in a certain manner, in a certain way. Um, you do have somewhat of an advantage over over the penalty kick taker, right? So, um, I. It's just interesting to see how how it got unfolded and everything. So, and it was nice. It was it's interesting to see how uh, goalkeepers kind of try to get into the minds <coughs> of the attackers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, start of course. Talking and this and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh-huh. You know, everyone um, has their own routine. You know. No, everyone no, yeah, oh, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, like like I mentioned previously, you know, uh you know, Herrera from Comunicaciones and uh and Oscar, uh Jimenez, it was it was pretty interesting to see how in both scenarios they were just going back and forth, chatting a little bit, you know, laughing, you know, to, to try to get each other's heads. So pretty cool to see that. But I think, you know, you know, when, when, when it came down to the time, I think Jimenez really really proved himself that, you know, he you know, he's made and that he's capable of coming up big for us when we need him to be now. Um, I know this is gonna be the topic for next week, but I'll just throw it out here right now. A lot a lot of people are saying that, you know, you know, even us included, you know, when it when it got down to the nitty gritty of things, you know, should Jimenez be the keeper for Atlanta United, um for the Atlanta United match now. You know, a lot a of talk of
0: Atlanta United. I'll tell you
1: that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, um, a lot of talk on Twitter saying, you know, what I think it's time for Ochoa to step in here. You know, this is the lane united. Uh, you know, this is not communication. There's no disrespect again to to the to the team from Guatemala. Um, you know, this is just a different a different type of type of team a uh, different type of, uh, different type of animal. So, um, asking a goalkeeper in yourself, you know, do you think Oscar Jimenez is capable of of Taking the taking on this challenge of Atlanta United.
0: Um, I think you have to look at it, and and I think the the legs play in his favor. Um, I I don't see. I don't see how a troll doesn't start, but if if Edera does put him in the first leg, it's understandable because you're at home. You'd imagine you'd have the advantage over this Atlanta United team, which, by the way, you know they come into it a little bit. Uh, you know. Not the Atlanta United we're expecting to get, but of course we'll get into that more detail next week, uh, whenever we do have our preview for Champions League. But um, I could see Jimenez starting the first leg, and I and I, but I, depending on how that goes, also could he go and play in the second leg over in Atlanta? Sure, but um, I think we're all pretty confident. I think we we'll all have it kind of safe that uh, Memocho should and and most likely will be the starting goalkeeper for this match against Atlanta United. Um. And we'll see, you No, know, we'll see how, how Miguel Reda wants to approach it. But I, I, I think you're right, though. I think no, no matter what happens, I think we're in safe hands in regards to that. At least the first leg, right?
1: So. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think this, that's the first leg where we need to take advantage because, you know, Atlanta United at home is a different animal, even though they're not going to be playing in Mercedes-Benz. But like I said, we'll get into that next week. You know, there are still a, a team to be reckoned with at home.
0: Yeah, and and, and you know. It will be interesting though. So uh, you know, it'd be interesting to hear what the listeners have to say about. In this, would you guys prefer Jimenez? Would you guys um, want Ochoa? in? you know, Mm -hmm. Jimenez was kind of quote unquote supposed to be the keeper of the Champions League. But uh, you know, it's just kind of you know how do you knock down an Ochoa that's in great form? You know, right. Mm -hmm. So should be interesting. But uh, yeah, that's the Comunicaciones game, and it wasn't pretty by any means necessary. It was just yeah, no, definitely Um, not our best game. No, but you know, I think every Mexican team besides uh, Cruz Azul disappointed. So. Ah,
1: oh, yeah. I I would say so. Um, yeah.
0: Well, well, it is what it is. But I think you know the important thing is you're you're into the next round. You got that ticket. And I think some of the players even said to themselves after the game is like, we don't want to play like this. Um, but at the end of the day, we got the most important thing, which was the which was the win and secured the pass into the next round. And then, of course, yes. you know. They'll have to make do for, for a better performance. But we'll see. We'll see what happens in Champions League. But it, it does promise to be a very interesting game next week.
1: 100%. I think all eyes are on that game specifically. So, you know, people are deeming it as the revenge match for us. You know, I mean, I guess I can't see it that way. I see it just a lane United, one, one leg, two legs, and then try to find ourselves in the semifinal.
0: Yeah, and that's going to be very, very important. Um, but, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for... CCL talk. Um we'll have a lot more of that for next week whenever we do uh preview on the United game.
1: Uh, <coughs> stop coughing. What did I say?
0: <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh but let's move on into the next segment, Christian. And uh Yes sir. You know, fortunately it's not a good one either. Uh <coughs> America loses 3 nil into this in the status <laughs> take against the CACSA. I mean what what's your takeaway? Well,
1: when was the last time we lost 3-0 at home? That's what I want to know. That's a, that's a, I think it's a, been a
0: while. good question. That been a I think it's been a while.
1: Good. Yo, listen. Guys, I will... That's a trivia question for you guys. When was the last time I made it I lost 3-0 at home? Um, Listen, this game from start to finish was probably the worst game of the season. Um, even I think in the Juarez game, we had a couple of chances to come back. In this game, I literally saw no chance to come back. Literally whatsoever. Um, Obviously... Once again, the, the red card. You know, I'm gonna just take over here for a little bit while having, you know, get yourself get self-composed. Um so <laughs> you might want to mute your mic for a little bit. <laughs> so um literally from start to finish, I think this was uh, like I like I said, the probably the worst match of the season. Obviously the red cards taken over this match once again, like they did against in Juarez. Um 16 minutes in, Bruno Valdez gets a red card, and it was a red card. No, there's no debating it. Straight red. See you later. Down to ten men, um, you know. And then we have six minutes later. You know, a player I highlighted last last podcast in Mauro Quiroga is their star striker. And six minutes later, he scores uh, the first goal. Um, bad defending overall by 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 our defense. Um, you know, kind of kind of left them a little bit wide open there. Nothing Ochoa can do, obviously. So it's not a fault. Five minutes later, Quiroga once again scores. It's two nothing. Listen, I, I mean, at the, at you, this point. I? Yeah, set match done. I think, in my opinion, listen. Uh, after that, Kiroga goal, America didn't even have a response, and it, it, it's pretty concerning, uh, knowing that the players that we had on the pitch couldn't really, you know, live up to 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 defend to defend America and how we are. You know, we're down ten men, but you know, we've we've came back from even being nine men, and we and we've come back. So this is just a very embarrassing performance by us in this first half. First half ends. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, the, the, the K Roma Martinez was put in a really tough situation. Herrera decides to take him out. Puts in Ibargüin, who, who hopefully in Luz has to give us, you know, a little bit of, of a spark, which, you know, he did for a little bit, but then once again got shut out like he usually does. Um, you know, this is just getting a, a little bit frustrating now with Ibargüin, a player that, in my opinion, on his day is probably one of our better players. But unfortunately, recently, he just hasn't been up to task. 55-minute mark, um, you know, they're battling a ball near near i think ugo gonzalez's side um caceres kind of kind of goes in a little bit hard you know kind of kind of clips him in the back of the heel um at first it wasn't really a foul then var says yo hello listen you might want to go check that out he goes check he goes to var and then unfortunately caceres uh sees the red card and now we're down to nine now we have no bruno no caceres for this friday and at that point, you're down to nine men. And then, uh my goodness, then all hell breaks loose. Even Vines was getting carded now. Yeah. Um, and then Vines, Vines get has to get that just to maintain some sort of midfield presence in this game. Unfortunately, it didn't really work out much because they scored in, in the 86th minute and to kind of just, you know, end the whole match, end this nightmare. Um, and yeah, like once again, even though we had nine men, I still expected this team to kind of Go out there and show and show what they're made of. And you know, while they had one chance out of ninety minutes, it's not the America that we need to see. It's not the America that we want to see. Um, this is America that needs 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 to improve massively. And despite all of that though, by the end of the 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 Ornada, we were tied for first place. How is that possible? I have no idea, but it happened. Um right now we are sitting we are sitting still in second. second place, if I'm not mistaken. Uh tied with Cruz Azul. Um, obviously, Grusso is playing much better than us. There's no there's no denying that. But the fact that we are still in position to even consider ourselves to be a leader after this week is, is pretty astounding to me. But it's not going to happen if we keep playing the way that we're playing. I think one key thing that needs to happen on Friday is stop with the red cards, man. This is getting annoying now. Um, you know, it we're... It seems so simple, but unfortunately, I just doesn't think that you know. I think Red needs to have a really good, simple talk with the whole squad, saying, "Listen, guys, you we 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 need to start playing a little bit, a little bit smarter, you know. Going, you know, make make our tackles smarter, make just smarter decisions all around the pitch, and then maybe in Lou we'll get you know better, better, better changes going forward. But you know, there's nothing, nothing really much to say more about this match. It was it was terrible from start to finish. Literally, I, I can't even pick out a player to 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 highlight cuz honestly everyone was, was terrible in my opinion.
0: Yeah, everyone was pretty uh pretty disappointing. Um like you mentioned Christian at the beginning of, of your analysis um there was no response. There, there was no idea. There was no sense of urgency either from this team. Um you didn't really get an, a, a sense that hey, this team has it in them to to get something back. You thought that they should be able to because like you mentioned the players that were out on the pitch but they didn't showcase it. Um, I think once that second goal goes in, you see it in the faces of some of these players and by the body language. Of the, they're they're saying it's done. It's over.
1: It's not. It's not. You know. It's it's, it's not a good sign With for us. For us of time, fans, by the way. Yeah, plenty of time. Babe. You know, thirty minutes down to nothing, only down a man. I know. I know. I know. It's still a disadvantage being down the man, but you know, we're America. We've seen comebacks with nine men even. Um, so it was definitely possible. You know, people are people are saying, well, yeah, we didn't have Leo in, we didn't have, you know, Cordova in. You know, I understand. I understand they they provide, you know, offensive creativity going forward. But, you know, if you're on the pitch and Herrera's given you the chance to to showcase yourself and to to prove why you belong on the squad. You should have done more with the opportunity, and unfortunately, the players that were given the opportunity didn't do that, and that's what worries me a little bit more. Because coming into the season, we said we needed more more um more depth going forward, and you know right now, you know it really hasn't paid off with, with the players that that um that we have acquired. Uh, for that reason.
0: Which is why you see the possibility of Roger Martinez being in the squad on Friday. Correct. That, I thought we
1: were going to get more into that in, in the Pumas yeah, match. We'll, but, you know, we'll, you, we'll bring you bring it up now. You bring it up now. Okay, no, that's and fine. And I
0: think it works perfectly with what you were saying. But, you know, like I mentioned, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more once we get to the Pumas game. But um, you're right. It was very lackluster. And I and I think the one thing that was very shocking, and I don't think it was that shocking, but it seemed like America went into this game with a very defensive approach.
1: Yeah, because, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I
1: agree with that. I can agree with that. And I think that's with the, with maybe, the five in the back. It's yeah,
0: just I, I think that maybe downplayed to this America side. It did. Um. But again, you know, Piojo knows why he put out the team that he did, and at this point, at that point, before the game even, uh, you know, finished, I think you had to give him the benefit of the doubt because he was getting these results, right?
1: hmm He was getting the results, correct? So it's like, just unfortunate he, he got he got this one wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But
1: um, and and everything though, I don't think it's all his fault. Due to the fact that we got the red cards as well.
0: Yeah, that definitely, that, that will throw everything away. So now. That,
1: that kind of just tainted his whole game plan, you know, throw it out the window as soon as Bruno got his red card.
0: Yeah. And it's funny that you uh, mentioned, but when is it that America last went down to nine men and pulled off a comeback?
1: Was it the Pumas game?
0: Could it have been the Pumas game?
1: I think it was the Pumas game where Henry got the, got the last-minute game winner.
0: Was it the game winner or the game tire?
1: Oh, um, I think when the game was tied. I think game, you're right. I think the game was the game. tied. When I think tied um, the game.
0: now, when America played Cruz Azul back in the Estadio, um, in, in the Estadio Azul, and I think uh, we were only ten. I think okay, we were only 10. And, and that we were down three zero, right? We
1: were down three zero down mm-hmm. with ten men, and we beat them four three. Yes,
0: like that's what we want to see, and that's a much worse America side than this, by the way. Um, you had Silvio El Chino Romero in that team, dude.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> that that was.
0: And So it's just like, come on. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was very disappointing from the team. Um, I, I think we all wanted to see a better game. I think we all were excited. You know, we're all waiting for this game and then for this kind of to show up and display. Um, very, very disappointing. Um, but I think, like you mentioned, that we have to put a lot of eyes and attention on the players. I think they let the team, they, they let their manager down in this situation. You know? Yeah. Um, you're right. There's no player to highlight in this game that you can say he was at least somewhat decent, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just sucks. I mean, it was a terrible night all around. No, I didn't, uh, you know, it wasn't like the goals were his fault either, but it's just you can't really highlight anything from him. But one save, Um, <laughs> the fans again. I mean, would you think Quad is d- decent?
1: Yeah,
0: quite a decent. Mm-hmm. It's just... But that's pretty much about to, it, though. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, to sit here and try to pick something out, just, it, it'd be hard to do so. Um, the subs came in and really didn't make that much of an impact, like you mentioned. um, It was just one of those games that America needs to forget ASAP. Like, ASAP. Mm-hmm. And focus on the next game at hand because I think that's the only thing you could do. It's just... It's, and it's frustrating that... In a season where you thought, okay, you probably would have one of these games at least one time during the season. You don't expect it to have them twice in such a short period of time as well. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we're, no, right. we're talking about a month's time?
1: Yes, I think a month's time, yes.
0: So I, it's just it's frustrating. Um, it's but it, definitely it, frustrating. But like you mentioned, though, in some miraculous way, we're still in second place. In some miraculous
1: way, and you know, and what's even more miraculous is that we can actually be in first place by the end of the whole the whole week. So, so yeah.
0: So America has everything, everything at their disposal to completely s- turn it around and make mm-hmm. everyone forget about it. Just as simple as that. So, you no, know, we we'll, we'll, we won't dive too much into it anymore. But it was a very disappointing. Uh, it was a very disappointing loss. Anything else to say in in regards to the Naxxa game?
1: No, I think I think that's it for now.
0: Alrighty, alrighty. Well, we'll move on into uh, the next segment, the last segment of the show, and uh, that is the big preview match. That is America versus Pumas or Pumas versus America, because this game was originally gonna be played on Sunday. On Sunday, yes. uh, This game got moved out, and now it's being played on Friday. At uh, do we know the reason? Um, I do not.
1: Honestly, I don't know either. That's why I'm asking. I mean, uh, I, I probably should have read up on it, but it was I'm just weird sure... how you just change it from Sunday to Friday, especially I'm, Pumas, it being I'm, Pumas.
0: I'm pretty sure it's because America advanced into the next round of the CONCACAF Champions League, and Sunday to Wednesday is too short of a period of rest.
1: Oh, that could be it.
0: Yeah, it's most likely. I mean, it's, it. It, I would imagine that's what they do for some of the teams that uh, play Champions League over there in Europe, right?
1: Um, like you don't ever see
0: You don't ever see a team That's gonna play a like Tuesday Play on a Sunday
1: Oh no That's That's um that's illegal You can't do that That's only a day's rest That's yeah. impossible I could see a Wednesday though I could see them playing Wednesday If you play Sunday You could play Wednesday I think you can do that
0: Yeah But I think uh, I don't know Maybe the league's trying to be nice And, and you know Put their money I in guess. America I guess
1: I mean You know it, it kinda I mean I don't know I, I don't think it plays that much of a factor Maybe Maybe for Pumas because maybe they they're used to playing at their normal you know twelve pm at, at Seoul in Seoul. So
0: let's just put it this way: when America goes to play at Seoul and the lights are are, are on and the, and, it's a, the, and the moon is out, it's usually it's a good nice night for, result for us. It's a nice result
1: for us, yeah. Right. So um, <laughs> I, I guess it works into our advantage. I guess in a way.
0: Um, but no, not not to take anything away. I I think. Pumas is still going to be Pumas, especially in a classical, right? Nothing yes, you, of you course. Take away from this, but the
1: first, classical of the year, right?
0: Yeah, and it's definitely a classical that America wants to win because we haven't won this America Pumas game in quite some recent time. A lot of draws within the past couple of America Pumas.
1: Ah, uh, yes, I do believe so. Um,
0: and and I think um I think Ochoa has definitely got a bona pick for this match as well. Uh, if you remember last season, um, America had just scored the goal, Viñas had just came in, had just miraculously oh, put America yes. up, and then towards the latter end of the match, um shot comes in, Ochoa completely uh, gobbles that up, and uh, it's in the back of the net, so I think uh, Ochoa's got a bonus pick with this classico as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but hey, uh, Ceu never been easy for America on Sundays, mm-hmm. but eh, we'll, we'll see how it goes on a Friday.
1: Yeah, let's see what it is, you know?
0: Yeah, but la- no. la-
1: last time around and said we lost one nothing.
0: Exactly. So I think there's there's a lot that you have to kind of take into consideration. Both of the teams are coming into this not very good. They're both coming off a three nil loss. Um, yeah. So they both got something to prove. Pumas is doing significantly well, with, uh, until you know they hit a slump in the road against Morelia and in, in, in Tigres. Now mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how they come back against us, but. I think, for the most part, America needs to come in this just as determined and focused, and say, "Okay, we have to go out there and we have to demonstrate who we are, and we have to put this bad game behind us at all costs."
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, I think I think one of the main things that we need to focus on is obviously while being solid, you uh, know, in, in the back, which I think we still are, you know, despite you know allowing seven goals, um, this, this whole season. I think you know, you no, know, well, let's recount. Three of the goals were on on Saturday. And then the the other the other what was it two against Juarez? Three. It was three. So you know you're talking about six goals due to due to three red cards. Um, I, I know I know it makes it sound like an excuse, but you know it's 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 it, it makes you wonder if the like games the were eleven v eleven, you know, <laughs> would would we have you know con- uh, conceded those six goals? I don't know. Um, it's all it's all you know hearsay, but you know, I I still think that we are pretty solid in the back. Um, so, you know, we have to remain consistent with that. And, you know, I guess just,
0: uh, yeah, no, you're right. We have to stay consistent going forward. Um, we have to stay consistent, you know, China, you know, you know, try to tighten, not the defense, but the, but the attacking, uh, you know, play. I think we need to tighten that up even more. Like you mentioned, like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, actually, these are chances that you need to put away and you're not. And so I think that's the main concern.
1: Yeah, mhm. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you 100%. So, it uh, it
0: will it, it will definitely be interesting to see. But now I'm curious to see what uh, your starting 11 is because we have a lot of players out.
1: Yeah, um so this is it was actually I'm not gonna lie, this is probably the most difficult time I've had trying to make a starting lineup only because of all the, the suspensions, all the injuries, who's gonna be hundred percent, who's not gonna be hundred percent, who's game time um, you know, game time decision. Um, so this might be the one where I get, you know, probably two out of the eleven correct, but we'll see how it goes. So I have <laughs> and Ochoa is one of them, so let's see. <laughs> so I have um Ochoa in <clears> that. Uh, Paulo Aguilar, Emma Aguilera Luis Fuentes, Jorge Sanchez Um, In the midfield I have Richard Sanchez and also Gonzalez Uh, A little bit more front on one wing I have um, Andresi Barguin On the other side I have Sebastián Córdova and up top I have Vinas and Henry Martin
0: Interesting, a very 4-4-2
1: Yes, um,
0: 4-4-2 Hopefully Henry is back Um, I know He's one of the players that uh, has been out due to injury. Um, hopefully, by the win, is back and capable of doing what he's been good at whenever he wants to, and that is creating chances for us. Um, but ultimately, I, I like your formation. I, I like the lineup. I, I think it's very plausible. I don't see how this maybe doesn't you know see the light of day. Um, the defense, though, is is, is interesting.
1: Yeah, um, you know a lot of people are calling for for maybe so maybe Ramon Juarez to come back into the, the lineup or even even Jaret. Um, You know that whole the whole Jared situation is still a little bit you know confusing to me because you know he he got suspended two games in the 20, but you know the, I suppose there's some some rule that he he actually allowed to play on on Friday. Um, I have to read more up on it. Uh, so people are calling for Hared to to start in place of, of Bruno Valdez. Um, obviously, caceres can't because he's still injured, so that's why I didn't put Cáceres For everyone, to like, oh my God, why don't you put Cáceres? He can't play; he's injured. Um, so I think the next best thing, uh, next best thing, is to put Luis Fuentes there, who is not a stranger to it. Um, but you know, it's just it's just what we have right now, and I think that's probably the best bet you have. You know, and and you know, he is kind of in form as well, though. So you know, so you you. I a
0: chance for George.
1: Yeah, to kind of just go slot back into their uh, in, in his in his you know left back position, uh, and hopefully he takes advantage of this because you know you know right now it just doesn't doesn't seem like it wants to remove Fuentes from that left back spot.
0: And look, at th- this is a very peculiar kind of situation you have. George Sanchez getting back into the starting eleven position in that left back spot, playing next to the guy who's taking your spot in the center mm-hmm. back role, right? Yeah, so it's exactly. Be basically, it's, it's gonna be very interesting. Um, but it hopefully it adds a bit of motivation towards towards sanchez and he can mm-hmm. uh, completely take ownership of that of that position because let's face it you know he's younger he has more potential um he just got to go out there and prove it and show it
1: yeah i know i think one player i think'm I'm, I'm looking forward is is you no know, aguilera to see how how he does as as the main as the main center back in this uh in this back four um you know he, i'm not gonna lie you know it 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 doesn't yeah, it doesn't look too positive but you know i I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that you know he you know he he needs to take advantage of this um he needs to prove to us that you know he's still reliable back there even though in our eyes you know he, he he's probably the least reliable out of the four that will be lined up on on, um, on Friday night. So, I guess this is a big opportunity for him to kind of just win, you know, demonstrate to us that, you know, he still, he's still got it. You know, he still could be a starter because, you know, as soon as Gassides comes back, you know, you know he's going to be gunning for that spot. You know he – and you know that we know that he knows that Aguilera is the weak link in yeah. that back four. Oh, yeah. So, you he know he's gunning for that spot. So, Aguilera needs to show up big time on Friday night.
0: All perfectly well said by Christian here. Thank you. Um, but <laughs> – I mean, you're right I, I don't see how that's not uh that's not how we see it um how many those does, does approach this game though in tactically speaking uh if it is a four four two um I'd expect them to be a little bit more balanced uh, <coughs> um a little bit more possession based uh type of football um i i don't see ru- i don't see them rushing in uh to try to get these opportunities going I, I think they're just gonna feel out the game for for the first opening twenty five minutes of the match. Um, mm-hmm. And I think America then from, carries forward from then on to see what how Pumas kind of, you know, accommodates their to their style of play. Because I, I don't think America comes in and says, okay, we're going to be a little reluctant. We're going to let Pumas right. bring the game to us. Um, mm-hmm. Because then you get the same situation that you got in the Goxia game. So, uh, <coughs> so excuse me, you you have to go out there and you have to play your game and let the other team kind of adapt to it.
1: Mm-hmm. No, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think I, I, like like you said. I think America needs needs to be, you know, needs to be a little bit more balanced in this game. You know, it's really, you know, set the tone. Um, you know, move the ball around. You know, try to try to find open spaces. You know, you know, run into the spaces. You know, hopefully, you know, with the addition of Venus and and Henry, you know, we kind of get that old partnership back. Uh, may, maybe they can feed off of each other, and we see a little bit more from from both of them. Um, I I think the ball just needs to get to them in order for them to kind of produce their magic. So, also, one more thing. We forgot. This is it. Um, Roger Martinez. I was
0: Um, was literally going to go into that as soon as you were done with this. Right. (laughs)
1: So, um, you know, I I, I don't think he starts right away. Uh, I think it would be kind of foolish of it to start him right away, seeing that he has no game time whatsoever this season. So, um... It it will not surprise me one bit if he's on the bench, but if he is on the bench, I do expect him to come in at some point in this match, and maybe that could be the difference maker if um if, if Roger comes in because it just feels like he has this this special ability to pick out a player, and um as we saw in the semifinal against Morelia, you know a perfectly placed ball to Vinas who Vines just kind of run runs into the into the space and heads it in. Um, I, I'm looking for a little bit more of that if if it does come up to Henry and being as being up top. So, you know, a lot of interesting factors can play into this. And, you know, I think America needs to take advantage of uh, of is a little bit off form right now. Um, while we are not in the best form whatsoever, I still think that we have the players and the capability to kind of come out on top on this match.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I, I think we'll see what this whole Rogers situation will be because we'll get an understanding, much better understanding by Thursday. Um, yeah. We'll we we'll know if he's gonna make the team the, mm-hmm. the team or not for, for the match on Friday. Um but yeah, I mean it'll definitely be interesting and mind you, the players have to know that they this game is detrimental to the season. Not just for the league, but for the CONCACAF Champions League, because this game you write a lot of momentum coming into the next week. Next week you have Atlanta United at home and then the following uh weekend match. you have Leon. Right? Yeah, Cruz Azul. Oh sorry, Leon is the following week. Uh, you have Cruz Azul. It's a, so it's like it's classical. Then it's uh, Atlanta United. Then it's classic again. Then, then <laughs> it's yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So the players need to know that this is very detrimental to the season. They need to walk away with so with something, something tangible. And I would much rather it be three points than one.
1: Oh 100%. You know, I think I you think no you said it perfectly. Confidence right now it's key for all these players for the whole the whole uh the whole squad. Um and you know, what better way to kind of kind of gain some confidence in a clasico win? Um like you said, we have clasico now, we have Elena. Then we have clasico, then we have Elena. then we have Leon again. Um so literally we don't have an easy match from here on out and the players need to be at hundred percent mentally and physically, and they need to demonstrate on the pitch. And you know what? Not to start the whole the whole run with the with the win and Sehu. That's always fun.
0: That's always always fun. Although it's a bit uh, it's a little scary because it's crunch time this in the it's, season already. It's crunch and, time. Uh, yeah, I do agree. We, we we have a lot of players out. <laughs> we
1: have a lot of so, players out. We we have we, we're lacking goal scoring. You know we have a discipline issue. You know, injuries, suspensions. You know, bad karma everywhere. You know, injury.
0: it's just it's yeah, crazy.
1: exactly. So um, you know, right now it's not looking good for us, but everything can, can turn around just like that in the MX. And with this team and with the players that we have, I think that you know we we, we can do it. You know, we just gotta got demonstrate on the pitch now.
0: You think um, and I know I'm talking a little bit more about the Concacaf Champions League game, but um, you think Atlanta United? Fans or, or analysts are looking into this and saying, "How is America coming into this and and seeing these recent lack of forms and seeing all these injuries that they're like, this is a very plausible game for Atlanta." Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. um, you know, you you do have to figure that you know as soon as we score scored that penalty kick, you kind of figure that Atlanta had our, had our eyes uh, had their eyes set on us already. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I don't think that they're that they're that that foolish to think that. You know uh, that America's coming into such great form because we're not. Um, I I think they're they're smart enough that to realize that, you know, based on our performance against Comunicaciones and based on our uh, recent perform uh, league performances, you know, they they are feeling like they could that they can make this upset. You know, while while they still give us the credibility and the and the hierarchy in this match, you know, they are they are they are saying Atlanta could pull off the upset. Atlanta could upset Liga Mecas. Atlanta could go on and, you know, make the shock of the tournament because they know that America is the biggest team left in this tournament. They know that this is the biggest team in North America. And they are confident that they can come into Estadio Estica and beat us in Estadio Estica. So, you know, America needs to also realize that in the back of their heads that Atlanta United is going to come in with full force because that's just kind of the pride that they, that they you know, set themselves to be, you know.
0: All right, calm down there, Toronto. Um... Oh,
1: I'm just saying. That you no, know, they're they're, they're no, feeling it, good about themselves.
0: It's funny because uh, I wonder if our friends from um, from the Home Before Dark pod- podcast uh, will. Somehow oh, they're gonna tell you everything to... I just told you. I'll... They're no, gonna tell I, you I'll... everything I just told you. I wonder if they tune in to listen to this because you know I, I tune in to listen to what they they had to say. Yeah, you know, obviously. The I'll send and everything. I'll
1: send them that clip right now after this. Don't yeah. worry.
0: It, it was, um, it's interesting because it's like, you want to be the most imposing team. You kind of want to be kind of the scary Liga Mechies, dominant, biggest team in in CONCACAF, right? And, but you just listen to the last 40 minutes of this podcast and you're just like, well, these guys don't seem very confident in this team. And this team very, does not look like they're in great shape, but I don't know. It, it's just a bit funny because um it's all going to change in, in a matter of a week.
1: Yeah. And, and that's mm-hmm. just
0: the truth about it. So that that's that's just the funny part about it. But uh, yes, America will be playing against uh, Pumas in the Clásico Capitolino on Friday. That's gonna be live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. That is gonna be live via TUDN. So uh, make sure you guys do follow us over on Twitter at US, at US over on Instagram. So you guys can keep up to date with everything going on out there in the in uh, in the Estadio Olímpico. Um. Which, by the way, is a much friendlier environment, right? We talked about this last time that America had to go to, so they didn't need to. I wonder how Cho's going to feel like, you know, because Cho, whenever he had to go down there, he had to take like, you know, those minivans that didn't get marked as a team because if not, the team bus would get hackled. Right. And now the team looks like they can travel in their bus. Interesting. I mean,
1: um, I mean, you know, sales a little bit of a of, a, of a tricky, uh, you know, subject to touch upon because. Oh, excuse me. Um earlier today actually I was reading reports that um you know they are just you know just the fans they they just you know they 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 get crazy and now that you know the game got moved to a nighttime kind of scenario, you know, yeah. people are saying that just just to be a little bit more careful when when traveling there, especially if you're going with with you know family and and, and whatever. So, um while, while Seoul hasn't really been the the, the 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 most pleasant place to visit, it has gotten better in recent years. Yes, but you know, being the whole nighttime scenario and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe on-pitch performances might might kind of, you know, tip off some fans. You know, it's still going to be a little bit of a dangerous environment. But, you know, it's not to say that, you know, it's going to be like 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 a bloodbath. Obviously not, you know. It's just, you know, just a little bit, you know, uh, on the more dangerous side, in my opinion.
0: All I got to say is that if you're an America fan and you got the audacity to go out Say well, with your medica kit dude i tip my half off to you that <laughs> is not the friendliest of environments um, exactly so hey kudos to you you guys earn hardcore fan uh, appreciation badges i'll just put put it in that context um but yeah uh tune in we'll, we'll try to keep you guys up to date with everything that happens over there and if you can uh if you can't catch that game live make sure you hop over on twitter we'll keep you up to date with everything going on in that match uh christian uh, I, th- I think that pretty much does it for this America Pumas game, but we need our predictions and then we can wrap it up.
1: Yeah, so um honestly I I've been very ambitious in our last prediction and obviously none of them Two have ambitious. panned out. Very, I think I'm you ambitious. said
0: three zero and we consistently lost three zero, so
1: Yes, I did actually. Yeah, look at that. So I got it right, but just for the wrong team. Um so um you know, I think I'm gonna go with uh with the one nothing win for us here in, in Seoul. Um, it's not going to be easy whatsoever. I still expect us to be a little bit lackluster on the attack, but I think that but we're going to have that, that that moment of of, of brilliance, that moment of spark that, that would just get us, you know, that one goal that we need. So, um, one nothing and 2.
0: one nothing and 2. So I think that's exactly what I would want to happen. Um, but I'm going to go 2-1. I, I think America walks away with three points as well. It won't be easy. It It, it will not be pretty to watch either, believe me. But, um, it should give you some something to hold on to, something to grasp onto and hopefully it's exactly what America needs to turn this season around.
1: Yeah, so um, hopefully we can we can do it with a, with, with a classical win because that's always fun. So um, so yeah.
0: Definitely, definitely. Um, okay, so that pretty much wraps it up now I do want to just talk briefly with you Christian. Um, this kind of just came to me out of nowhere. Uh, I was thinking about it during the week. Um, actually, it was it was the same day America played the Um I, I don't know if you heard Pio Jorera's uh, press conference after the Comunicaciones game. He said that America had this kinda malia, um, that, oh, yes. yeah, uh, kind of malia. Oh, yes. Malaria. Yeah, malaria, that, that, that you know, the, all these injuries, this and that, and all these players coming in. And he's saying that, oh, you know, the, some of the fans want to blame our physical coach and some of this, yes. this and that. I just kind of want to remind people America has been suffering with injury injuries for as long as I can remember And I just want to take you back to 2008 do you remember when uh, this player from Argentina was coming to America to be hailed as this great new player that would be able to fill in and maybe not Necessarily, the shoes of Cuarto Blanco, but would be able to fill in somewhat of that gap in Federico Insua.
1: Oh, Federico Insua! Of course, we can forget Federico Insua.
0: And what happened to him?
1: Just barely played.
0: Why was he a bust?
1: Because he was always injured.
0: Okay, now I take you back to another player. Do you remember Castroman? Do you remember Luis Saritama?
1: Um, from. From what I remember, you no, know, I I don't remember much, and I think there's a good reason for that.
0: Right, the same. They came in. They were held to some good degree. Injured. Do injured. you remember Gonzal, uh, Gonzal, um, Pipita Eguin's brother?
1: Oh yes, yes, uh huh.
0: He came and played.
1: <coughs> Another one.
0: <coughs> Another one that was injured all the time. Another one. Mm-hmm. Um. And I could go on. Fredo Chango Moreno, uh, came in. Always injured. Do you remember Viscarundo? <laughs> Yo, oh, yes, and, of great course. Great center back, but still <laughs> got injured and this and that. Um, I, I think America has just always had to deal with these injuries. I mean, you don't have to go so far back with Benedetto, uh, Benedetto and, and Darun Quintero. Um, now sadly Benedetti. Um, yeah. It's just like the list goes on, right? And I think it's just, <clears throat> I think Bioko right. This is, do we need to do like Olympia in the team or what?
1: I don't know, man. But unfortunately, you know, we've just, you know, it's it just sucks because, you know, we, we have the, this abundance of, of great talent within our squad, and you know, for forty percent of it, you know, or it you know we can't use because of injuries. And as a fan personally, it's annoying uh, and it's frustrating because I know that my team could be at another level with with these players included in the in the eleven. Um, but the fact that, you know, we, we have to go kinda go out there and make these little last minute, desperate, you know, uh acquisitions, you know, and kinda, kinda just forget about players that we that, that we already have. It's uh it's it it's it, it's sad. It's it's frustrating, I guess, is the is the only word I can really use here. And I really hope that, you know, this this kind of this kinda plague just goes away, you know, once and for all because, you know, who would who wouldn't want to see a, a team with, you know, Renato Ivara fully healthy, you know? Um uh, but Benedetti fully healthy, bro. Uh, you know, you you add that into the mix, and maybe you have a Nico Castillo who 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 seems like he was he wants to get back in form, who really cut down on on all his weight. He he looked like a different player. You know, who who would want to see you know Nico and Vinas with Benedetti and Renato Ibarra and Leo Suarez and Cordova all on the attacking front. You know, it, it it would be nice to to dream and to see it, but unfortunately, I don't think we'll ever see those players mix uh, on the uh, on the pitch for America. So. It's it, it's annoying, but you know it's it is what it is, I guess, in a way. And we're just gonna have to live with it. And the team has kind just just cope with the, with with this with this plague that America seems to have. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a, it's a nice little throwback for our listeners. Yeah, to, to some of those players. Um, but yeah, that I mean that pretty much does it. That pretty much wraps it up for us here for a very sick. Uh, And the very coughing Eagle Eye podcast will be back next week with a very special edition of the Eagle Eye podcast. We'll have a uh, complete uh, CONCACAF Champions League preview for this Atlanta United game. Uh, Hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, our good friends over from Atlanta are able to join us for our live show. So you guys don't want to miss that whatsoever. So uh, with that said, Christian, anything else before we uh, skedaddle?
1: Man, I just want to say, you know, Thank you, everyone, for coming out and listening to us all weekend and week out. Uh, you know, it means a lot to me, Ivan, and Dylan. Um, you know, just kind of gives it that motivation to keep going and keep you know, trying to provide this America content in English for you guys. Um, so, Ivan, once again, thank you for having me on, and I just hope you feel better soon.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. And a quick Cowboy Dan update. Uh, hamstring injury is looking very, very well. Fingers crossed that uh, the Cowboy himself could maybe feature on next week's episode if the doctor says he is Good to go. Uh, but with that said, thank you again, Christian, as always. Favorite time of the week whenever we get to talk about this.
1: Yeah, man. Favorite time of the week. You know this, baby.
0: All right. All right. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful night and evening. We'll see you guys very, very soon. Stay tuned for all things Las Sagrada de América over with us over at Just like America US and Just like America underscore US over on Instagram. And uh, we'll keep you guys up to date with everything. as like, America. Until next time, guys, take care. Uh, wash your hands. And um, make sure that you have plenty and plenty of cough drops. Uh, until next time, uh, like I mentioned, have a good night. And as always, Arriba America.